Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 129 of Two Left Thumbs, a weekly gaming podcast that gets up early to catch the worm. My name is Deft Puppies, I'm your host, and joining me this week, our guest is, has been nearly two years in the making this this interview has been trying to happen it's it's been a while um it's it's sydney mcclub how you doing hi yes it's me i'm doing great how are you I, i'm i'm good um it's, um yeah I'm, I'm waking up i'm fine this is <laughs> <laughs> it's um it's a bit early but that's okay um so <laughs> for for those who are um for listening um who are you and um what do you do I am Sydney. I am a community manager for a game called Tribes of Midgard. It's a game coming out very, very soon on July 27th on PC, PS5, PS4. And as a community manager, um, I do quite a lot within the community, as you can expect. Um, I hang out with the community, talk with them, answer a lot of questions. Question answering is one of my favorite things to do. I also create a lot of content for social media and generally just I'm there to answer whatever the community needs and hang out with them and see how they're feeling about the game. Something I really enjoy doing. And yeah, glad to be awesome. here. Awesome. Awesome. Thank you. Thank you for thank you for thank you for coming on. It's um yeah. Like I said, I've been trying to get for a while. I think you were originally yeah. when we um when we first started doing guests on the podcast, you were like one of the first people I reached out to and then we had like 2020 happen. And that yeah. was a that was this is the whole thing. It was it yeah. was, it was yeah. out the window because um I think when we spoke last, you guys were fairly close to release with tribes, right? Yeah, I think when we spoke last, it must have been what was it like a year and a half ago, almost two years ago. Yeah, yeah, and that's when yeah that's when I was first starting, and at that point, that is it's so crazy to think about how far ago that was because at that time mm. we were thinking of going to early access as you were saying like at that point there was no publisher in the picture there was just a game we were ready to push into early access and obviously things have changed so much since then but oh yeah yeah it's funny to think about how many like game modes we've had so far we've had the three closed alphas since then we've had the three open betas and now we're we are where we are uh, you've got um, release date all sorted. That must be that must be super exciting for you guys. So like I said, it's, it's been it's been a while. I think um, what Northfall was founded what 2013 when they started working on the game. Okay, yeah. it's been a long time coming. And like watching watching everything you guys have been working on since I kind of got involved with you guys a little bit earlier on. Um, the game has changed like tremendously. You guys have so much going on there at the moment. What's that? What's that been like? Yeah. It's been it's been wild just to be here from the start to see the game evolve and you've been there too um seeing the game change over the time that it's been in development because as as i said at that time we were just planning to go to early access the game was shaping up pretty well but then we everything kind of did a 180 when things started growing it kind of kicked off i would say when we did our first open beta and then our second open beta when streamers started to pick up the game and started playing with their community and thinking like just the positive reception was overwhelming. And at that time, I think more and more people started to get to know Tribes. And we even made it to the front page of Twitch, which was super, super exciting. Like that was a mind blowing moment in the office. I remember <laughs> me just checking my phone, eating lunch. And then I think it was other community manager, JP, who was like, come over to the computer, like, come look at this. Like we're on the front page of Twitch. And that was something crazy for us as an indie at the time uh, to have that. That would have been insane, yeah. 
Yeah, yeah, that was pretty insane. And then to see people trying it out is almost, it, it's the most fun thing, just to see people talking about the game. And at that point, I think it was those betas that really pushed us to people getting to know us better. And eventually we started getting the more traction on social media and our community was growing. And then at the time, obviously, we had a publisher step into the mix, Gearbox, which was awesome. So then at that point, it gave us the chance to really expand the game to push it to where it is now. Because as you said, it just based on the things we're able to show, it's really, really grown from what it initially was. And it's it's such like a proud feeling to see it grow like this over the time. <laughs> it's like the the, pr the proud parent moment. Um, yeah. I, I also like the, the from what we can show there, which which leads me to believe there's a hell of a lot more going on that we haven't seen yet, which is oh maybe exciting. <laughs> maybe um, <laughs> maybe. <laughs> Yeah. Um. So let, let's 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 learn a little bit more about you. Um. We'll, we'll come back to tribe shortly. But um. How did how did you get started in in gaming in general? Like little little Sydney. What what was what kind of kicked you off? Yeah. So yeah, I've kind of been gaming for as long as I can remember. Um. Starting with I think it was the Super Nintendo, just playing Super Mario with my brothers. I grew up around games, and then eventually moved on to PS2. And then the first game I can remember beating, and actually is one of my favorite games, is The Legend of Zelda Twilight Princess. That is, I love, have you ever played? Classic, absolute classic. It's, it's been, it's been, it's been a hot minute since I've played it, but yeah, mm -hmm. it's, um, yeah. very long yeah. time ago. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So that was one of, that's a very, it was a very good memory to, to finally beat that game when I was younger. And then I eventually got into Call of Duty. I'm a big fan of first person shooters. Um, so all throughout my kind of younger life, I played Call of Duty with friends. And that's kind of my first experience, I would say, with kind of like a gaming community is having that group of friends. And then we would go on every single night and know we were going to be there for each other to be a team. And yeah, that really enjoyable time there. And then, yeah, just as I've grown, I've been playing more games. Um, I really enjoy Rainbow Six. I like Elder Scrolls Online just because it's such a beautiful game with beautiful environments. And it really, I feel like it really immerses you in kind of a, the fantasy experience. And yeah, um, I've, I've played it. I've played yeah. a little bit of ESO. I haven't mm -hmm. fully got into it. I've been playing it with a friend of mine, but I, I, I jumped in like probably like six, six, eight months ago. Mm -hmm. And there is like yeah. so much there. Like it's it's genuinely overwhelming. Yes. It's like you've got to do this, 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 and this. I'm like, yes. okay, um, mm -hmm. sure. Let's. Uh, <laughs> I'm lost. Yeah, Help. there's a lot of information to kind of take in, especially if yeah you're new to the game. But I didn't go in alone. I also had friends to kind of play with. So that's where also you kind of have that community. It's it's always been about community playing multiplayer games. That's something that you'll see throughout the games I play. Is the third or multiplayer. I've always enjoyed that. And yeah, and then as to how I kind of got into games in general, I would say is I always knew I wanted to work in games, but I wasn't exactly sure where I would fit in there. Thought about maybe kind of user experience because I liked seeing how people experience games and getting feedback, which kind of led into community. And it kind of clicked like, hey, I've been doing this my whole life. I've been hanging out with communities. I've been part of discords who play games and it was just the next step to being community manager. And yeah, I actually saw the Norsefell job posting on Twitter by surprise and decided to apply and got the job. And that was so exciting and amazing when Tribes was just a little baby game. <laughs> and yeah, to join at that point at the start when the community was just building, I think was an amazing opportunity. 
Definitely. I mean, like, it's um, simple as that, you know, just, just apply, for, apply for jobs, right? It's, um... Yeah, it, it truly is. And don't give up. That is my biggest advice. Don't give up. Um, things happen for a reason, I believe. And, you know, the more you apply, the more you just, you know, take a look at what's out there, even if it might seem like something, you know, that might be a little bit out of your comfort zone. Like, go for it anyway. That's just my advice. Um, I, I, you've done a fantastic job, by the way. I want to I commend you because the Community for Tribes is just they're actually amazing i know you guys take um a lot of feedback um as far as as far as game development and what you, what people like to see in the game i've seen a lot of that implemented into the game which has been really really cool to see um make i mean i'm sure it makes your job a lot easier to kind of have things that people want in the game as well um have you had any like major major challenges with community manager because this is this is your first first kind of gig as a community manager right yeah um so what were the, like, kind of the main major challenges for you kind of going into it? I would say one that comes to mind immediately was kind of the challenge that we were presented when me and other community manager, JP, my awesome CM in crime, when we first joined, um, we were kind of presented with a challenge of, okay, we, we were kind of there for a few months and then realized, okay, it's not going to early access. We're not sure when we're going to launch. How are we going to sustain the community for an undetermined amount of time? was kind of the big looming question at the time. And I think that was a huge challenge to overcome was, okay, we don't have a release date. We're not really sure where this is going at the time. How can we keep the community hyped? How can we keep them engaged? How can we show things when we can't really show too much? And there was a couple of ways we did end up overcoming that. I'm, I know you've been here from the start. You've been seeing the content on our social feeds. Um, what we would do was part of it would be we would take something a feature okay we would take one feature for example like uh, a little camp or something that was in the works and we would break it down into as many small pieces as we could to show people the total evolution of how this feature came to be and the goal was always to be as open as we could with the community that's something from the very very start we wanted to kind of push forth was this openness we wanted to be talking with the community all the time we wanted to show them parts of game development as much as we could and that also allowed us to sustain the community was being able to break things down into like minute little pieces and being like hey here's some concept art hey here's like a little prop we're making and hey here's how it turned out in the end so by being able to kind of come up with strategies for our content that could break things down that's one of the ways we were able to maintain the community was just keeping them involved like letting people know hey this is what's up this is what we're working on and kind of keep that casual tone the whole time yeah i think i think it's i think it's um it's a it's a, it's a big appeal especially with um um your um it's, it's, it's kind of there you guys are fairly straightforward you have those quiz nights i haven't been there for one yet oh, yes um <laughs> yeah I, I, I've, I've missed them every time because time zones mm-hmm. hurt me um yeah but they look super fun it's always like it's always good to see someone like really really engage with the community and um and doing cool stuff like that because i mean like i said the last couple of years have been pretty crazy for you guys not only have you had like the whole COVID crisis to deal with. Um, I'm sure most of you were, were working from home for a large amount of time during that. Yeah, yeah, I'm still yeah. working at home right now. Still yeah. working at home right now, yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. And then you had, they had Gearbox pick you up. How, how was that? Because um, that would have been huge for you guys. That, that, that was oh, like, yeah. that was what, what, early 2020, right? Yes, I think it was late 2019, or early 2020. Yeah, yeah, that was huge. That was just like game changing. 
at that time. I think it was partly in because going back to those open betas, just giving those people the chance to try the game and to get the word out and people really loving the game was amazing to see. And then it just grew into people saying positive things on our socials and our community being so great. Like our community truly is made up of some amazing people. I do think so. It's it's a pleasure to log on every morning and have some very nice messages to reply to, which is always great. Um, so yeah, then that reflected in what Gearbox was able to see and they saw that Tribes was a game that people could really, really enjoy and they believed in us. So it was amazing that we were able to sign that deal with them and actually have a publisher now, which is awesome. Um, you guys are you guys are on PlayStation PlayStation PC right at the moment. Um, no, yeah, no word on Xbox or Switch yet. Not quite yet. Um, we eventually it could be cool to be on all consoles, but we really have no news on the other ones for now. That's that's fine. Um, I think mm -hmm. I, I, just, I was just um, from what I've seen and played from your game, I think it would be perfect on the Switch. It'd be amazing yes. on that because you could just kind of mm -hmm. ponder around and carry it with you. I think it'd be I think it'd be great. Yeah, absolutely. Um, just just get working on that now. That'd be, that'd be thank you. Sure, I'll write it down. I'll note it. <laughs> yeah, give the guys on it. Thanks. Um, they'd be appreciated. Mm -hmm. Um, so you guys haven't obviously been out and about with conventions and stuff a lot lately. Um, you got to you got to voice the the, the light, latest trailer. How how was that? Yes, that was an awesome experience. Honestly, I can't stop smiling when I think of that because it was just amazing to even be given that opportunity. They wanted somebody from the team to record for it, which made sense. Um, and I stepped up and I was like, sure, like I would be down to do that. And then from then I had to kind of, since we're working from home, I had to make this little self-made studio, this voice recording studio. So <laughs> of course I had like my little closet. I had this blanket over my head. I had pillows on the walls to <laughs> muffle the sound. It was quite, quite oh, a funny picture. Been, no, I, 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 yes. yeah, that would have been hilarious yeah. to watch. I am. Um, yes. I, I do have some pictures. Oh, excellent. Excellent. I'll need yeah. to see those later. Yeah. Just, just, yeah. For the, yeah. just for the sake of it. Um, <laughs> I, I, I know a couple of people that have like um plastic boxes, like just like large plastic boxes, and they literally yeah. just stick their head underneath and it's got like um memory foam on the inside. Yeah. And that's, that's it. A good and idea. Just like sit there with this box in your head in front of the microphone you do the talking. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I should remember you, that for next don't time. Don't do it during summer. That's probably a terrible idea. Yeah. Um, it'd, be, it'd be getting warm for you guys over there now, right? Yes, it's getting quite warm. And yes, being under that blanket was very warm. But in the end, I think it paid off. It was it was honestly one of my favorite trailers we've put out. Um, it, we were able to actually show like a bunch of new new things within the game, kind of explain sagas and seasons and yeah, even show a little peek at some of our pets. So that was that was fun the to pets, do. The pets are cool. I was I was not mm -hmm. expecting pets, but now that they're here, it all it yeah. all makes sense. Um, yeah. You guys got like dungeons and stuff going on too now, um, which yes. I think is really, really cool. How, how, do, how do they work? Can you talk about them at all? Yeah, for sure. That was one of the, one of kind of like the wow moments I experienced when I was playing the game with the team. When I entered the dungeon for the first time, I was thinking like, this is so different from anything we'd ever done before. It's kind of like its own biome. And well, when you enter the dungeons, what we've kind of revealed so far is that it will have different levels. It's, there's going to be alleyways, there's going to be kind of areas you have to find your way through. It's really a cooperative experience in that sense because you kind of have to direct people, oh, go to the left, the left tunnel, the right tunnel. Um, no, go back, I'm, I'm behind you, kind of. It really requires that, you know, coordination and yeah. you can find some very daunting enemies down there. You might see some trolls, I can tell you that. Um, 
yeah, it's just a very, very cool new element to the game, I think. And it's always fun to go like dungeon plundering to find treasure, but don't roll yeah. off the edge. I will warn so, you that. I, I, I've rolled off. I've rolled off. Mm. Um, which is, it, 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 <laughs> it, it's, it's like, oh, okay, this is fine. Um, yeah. Yeah, I think I think um, exploration that game was a lot of fun. I think that's where I found the most enjoyment. Because um, I, I mean, I primarily, for the most part, like, I, I play a lot of solo, solo stuff, single player things. Um, occasionally multiplayer, uh, but my hours are weird, so I don't have a lot of time I'm on normally. Um, so those first kind of the beta experiences when the giant just kind of rolls up and you're in a single player world, he's like, okay, this is fine. Um, help! I have no idea what's going on. Uh, but what was really cool is you guys have the um like just kind of the joining games as well, which I thought was really nice. Um, you could just get in there and you didn't even have to chat to anybody, um, and just kind of bust about and explore and get absolutely ruined at those little outposts. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so um, what have what have you been playing lately? Have you had much time to play anything? To be honest, I haven't had too much to, too much time to play things. It's really gearing up now that it's getting close to release, especially on the community side. But I have been playing Stardew Valley to kind of chill out. It is my favorite relaxation game. I love inventory management. So you get a, a whole lot of that in Stardew. You also get dungeons. Well, you get the cave that you go down to. And overall, I just think it's a, it's a timeless game. It's lovely. I love playing Stardew. I've never, I've never got, I've never got into Sartre. I know, I know a lot of people play it for the same reasons you do. It's just that kind of that nice vibe game where you can just go and just yeah. not think about too much and just kind of organize things and just cruise around yeah. and, and do whatever. Um, yeah. Not, not, I don't know. Maybe, maybe I should try it. I've, I've been avoiding it um, mm -hmm. as much as I've been avoiding Animal Crossing as well. But I think Animal Crossing is a, is a whole other demon that I that it I don't really really quite want to touch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I really I haven't gotten into it actually because I don't have a Switch. But yeah, I hear, especially in the early days, it was something that was a huge time investment, especially yeah when it was brand new and everybody was playing. But yeah, yeah I've, I've never got the chance to try it. I played the old one on GameCube, but never the Switch one. GameCube. Oh. I, I, miss, GameCube. I, I, I always wish I had a GameCube. I, I, mm -hmm. never, I never got one. I had, I had a Nintendo 64, and the GameCube was such a. I want to say interesting device. Um, mm -hmm. what, what game? What games did you have on there? That's when I was playing Twilight Princess. Was actually on the GameCube, and it was the best. Like, I, it was a very good party console. Like, you had Super Smash Bros. and you had Mario Party, just the old classics that you would get together and sit down with everybody and play like four player together local. Um, yep. It was oh, those types you, of games. Did you ever get a Wii? No, I never got a Wii. You were missing out. That, that was that was so like did. party games on that were the best. Wii bowling mm -hmm. after a few drinks is <laughs> Yeah. Oh yeah, I did play so Wii bowling. Good. I have played the Wii. Yes, super good. Wii Wii bowling, fun. Super fun. Yeah. yeah. Um I used mm -hmm. to I I've, I've nearly lost a few controllers through TVs. Just, oh yeah. Like struck I was like, no, just put the wristband on. That's fine. Controller goes for a warm. Like, wow, yeah. Okay. I believe it. Okay. Yep. Mm -hmm. it's, um, yep. It's a lot of fun. Yeah. So, uh, let's talk about what's been going on at, at Northville lately. I mean, I know you guys are ramping up to, to full release. 
Um, what does what does that look like for you guys? What what kind of where are you where are you at stage wise? How are the team feeling? All that kind of stuff. Yeah, the team is team's feeling really good about it. There's there's so much to do every single day. It's really everybody's on full speed ahead. As I mentioned, everybody on the team really is full full speed ahead, bug fixing, making sure things work properly. Um, and then on the community side as well, of course, we're super, super busy. We have we have that trailer that just came out. Um, we have much more in the works that I can't really dive super into right now, but you can expect to see more on classes very, very soon because that was a big thing that we had talked about was that expansion from four classes to eight classes which was huge. That's I'm so excited for everybody to try out the classes because they are super unique in what how they are. What classes have you got at the moment? We have, they're all listed on our website right now, just the descriptions and the pictures, but we have, I can go through them if if you're, yeah. if you're wanting to. Sure. Let's go. Um, let me just pull them up really, really quick. But the first one actually, I know that one. No, I know this one offhand. Yes. <laughs> yes, there's so many of them now. Here we have, well, the first one is the Ranger. So that's something that I had mentioned in the latest trailer. So that's the cool thing about the classes overall is that, like, say, for example, the Ranger, it does have bow proficiency, but you don't necessarily need to use a bow. You can use any weapon with any of the classes. So you're not exactly like tied to a certain weapon per class. But right, yeah, the okay. Ranger would. So it's like the, the, we <laughs> the weapons are slightly better if you're using that specific class for that specific weapon, but there's, you can kind of yeah. bounce and change between whatever yeah. weapon you want. Exactly. So yeah, the ranger is more of that ranged class. You'll get some specific perks um, that were mentioned in the video, which is like super fast bow, which is the quick shot. And then the slow poke, which is the ability to kind of slow people down when you hit them. And you'll also get some perks like enhanced zoom out. So that's the ranger. And then we have the guardian, um, which are more of like a tanky class, I would say. We haven't revealed too much about them yet. Yeah. And then the me, warrior, a good tank. If I can, if I can get in yes. there and just like cause trouble, that's 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 where I'm at. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I would also describe the warrior, which is the third class, as kind of a tank, but it's more of like a melee based tank. So you really, like, I think in the description itself, it said continually landing blow after blow. So it's very oh, much mate. like a you, you I'm going into battle. You're speaking yes, I love right the warrior. Yes. <laughs> yes, yes, that is also my one of my favorite classes is the warrior because I like to get into battle and bring my mana and just yeah at attack enemies. And then we have the warden as well. So that one is it's it's kind of more I'll hint to say construction-y type class, so more of a building support right, yeah. type class. Mm -hmm. And the hunter is I think we're on our fifth class now, so that one's. Kind of, kind of self-explanatory. It's where you'll be going out more into the world, hunting things, collecting things. You'll get some kind of resource perks for that. Uh, some more, more, and, more of a forager style kind of go out and explore the world, mm -hmm. come back with all the goods. Yep. And then also in that description, we kind of teased magical totems. You'll get to see a bit more of that when we'll reveal that very soon. And almost second to last the sentinel so that one's the more shield based class so you'll see the shield perks some of which you might have seen already on our socials which is kind of like that shield toss which is really cool yep, um you'll nice. get that with the sentinel mm -hmm. and then last is Ber nope second last is berserker so that one is a little bit more as well kind of like the warrior a bit more get into battle and fight class a, a damage last... a damage based kind of thing yeah yeah, yeah. 
And then the one that I saved for last, which is arguably one of the most exciting classes, is the Seer, which is very mysterious right now. I don't want to reveal too much, but I highly recommend you play it because it's a really cool class. That is all I can say for now. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I won't won't probe you on the Seer, but that sounds, I mean, Mm -hmm. obviously sounds magical. Um, Mm -hmm. It sounds like a lot of um yeah and we'll definitely be as i said we'll be revealing a little bit more on the classes in the weeks to come so you'll be able to see read up a little bit more on them and then in less than two weeks you'll be able to try them out yourself that is that is that, I, I i can't get over it i'm, I'm it's it, I'm, I'm excited for you guys i can't imagine <laughs> how you guys are feeling at the moment um mm-hmm. i mean yeah like such such a long time um and you guys have yeah. like they, from like uh, almost going early access to to like two years later, nearly two years since then. Yep. Yeah, because it was about, I think your yep. um your your original kind of date you were thinking was um about the same time of year um as it is mm-hmm. now. So yeah, it'd be close to um yeah, exciting stuff. I'm 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 really happy you guys kind of kind of came out of 2020 like. Pretty decently, like you know, picked up picked up a publisher, added like yeah, tons more stuff to the game too, and I'm 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 really excited to kind of dive in and have a crack. Um, you've added a few new um game modes and stuff too, haven't you? Now we definitely have. We because there was in in the last public test in the open beta, there was kind of that the the one you might be familiar with, which was like survival mode, kind of like that endless yeah. survive as long as you can. So that's still a mode in the game, and you'll still be able to play that. But now we've also added added what's called Saga Mode. So that's more of like an adventure-based, not quite story-driven, but more on the adventure side mode, where there is going to be things that are a little bit different from the survival slash endless mode. And with those two modes, it's now, yep, split in two. And then there's also kind of a specially balanced solo mode, which is within that Saga as well. Oh, that's really cool. That's really cool. Yep. Um, it's yep. good because yeah, I think I think one of the, one of the again, like I was speaking about, or one of the largest struggles, especially as a solo player, was things got a things got a bit hairy when um the countdown started happening. The giant was here. And he's like, okay, um, like you get there, you die, you get there, you die, you get there. You, know, you, you do the loop, but you get there eventually. But um, it it makes it um really gives you access to more people playing it instead of being like, well, you need to five people at least to kind of get by sufficiently for a few days um yeah yeah exactly no yeah. Exa- it's it's something we've always wanted like in the long run was to be able to play it solo as well with like two three four all the way up to ten players is something we really want to emphasize that it's something it's, it's playable playable by like any number of players basically and we also have auto scaling, which is something we kind of have been pushing and revealed. So if people kind of jump in and out of a session, the game will automatically scale to the number of players. So the difficulty is kind of dynamic in that way as well. Oh, nice! That's that's really cool. I've mm-hmm. um I've seen I've, I've seen that in quite a few games. I've been playing um Generation Zero a lot lately. Mm-hmm. Same kind of thing. They jump in. It's like, oh yeah, this is all scaling up, so everything's harder now. I'm like, okay, thanks. Okay. Yeah. But yeah. I, d- I didn't want that, but that's okay. It could have stayed easy. It would have been nice. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> Gotta give a little challenge. A little challenge is good. But it's no, no challenge. Just let me mm-hmm. let me explore and, and shoot and shoot dog robots. That's that's, that's all mm-hmm. I want. No, they mm-hmm. had to they had to scale it up and make life difficult. But yeah, that's that's a totally different game. Um, we should probably 
don't know. I feel weird. Is it? Mm. Is it weird? I, I feel weird. Like with like when I'm, I'm talking about other games, especially when we're kind of we're kind of fairly focused on on, on tribes. Um, is it? I don't know. It, it, it feels kind of weird. I don't know. Is it weird? Am I making this? Oh, it's not that weird. I think in games, obviously, there's a lot of like references to other games. We we do that all the time. I do that all the time. It's like whenever I'm explaining something, I reference another game or reference like a mechanic from something else. So I think it's just natural because games have so much in common to be like, oh, it's kind of like this or it's kind of like this game, you know? Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. So where did, where, did, where did a lot of the inspiration from tribes come from? <laughs> yeah, sure. Um, that's a question from a long time ago because yeah, development started all the way back in about 2016 was kind of like when the idea for tribes started surfacing within the community within sorry the company tired brain um yeah uh so as you know like the company is called norsefell so from the start there was that bit of interest in norse and norse mythology so it only made sense that eventually a viking game would surface from that um our founders have very have, a, have an interest in norse mythology as well so that was something that they had always wanted to do um but yeah, the game looked very, very different back in the day. Uh, we wanted to kind of take samples from Norse, Norse mythology, more Norse mythology. We kind of stick close to some of the legends, some of the lore and the descriptions, but we put our own kind of fantasy spin on it. So not everything is 100% related to the actual Norse myth. Some of it is kind of fantasy myth put, by, put in by Norsefell itself at the same time. So the idea was to create this Viking game that was inspired by Norse mythology, but then also would be kind of genre bending, which is something that I don't know if you've seen, but it's something we've been talking about quite a bit lately, especially with the kind of description of the game, which is a co-op survival action RPG, which is a very long title, but kind of borrows, borrows pieces and elements from all of those genres. Um, you have the co-op, obviously 10 player, then survival, but more of an accessible survival is what we call it. So there isn't necessarily things like hunger or thirst, as you know, but there is things like temperature. So that would relate to survival, just so that people are able to not be as punished by the survival aspect, but to be able to enjoy it, have a little bit of fun throughout the world. And then we have action. Obviously, it's very action-packed. There's not a lot of downtime to be had. It's always, we must protect the sea to be so We got to go back to the village. We got to go out. Yes. It's, um, yeah, it, can, it, can get, it can get pretty intense playing it. Um... Yeah, especially when you're like, you're out exploring, and he's like, "Is anyone like near the village?" Because it's like yes. just hitting night time. He's like, "No," and then it's just it's panic rush to get back. Yes, you're like, "No, yes. not the same." Yes. That is the panic moment. You you should generally make sure somebody is by the village to take care of the seed, protect that seed of Yggdrasil, because if it dies, the game's over. So yes, it's very action packed, and you want to rally your friends to kind of protect your village. And yeah, and then the RPG was something that kind of emerged as the game evolved now that we have sort of objectives to do within Saga mode is what I'll say for now. It kind of gives you that RPG element and then also the fact that you're kind of upgrading your character as you go throughout the game, powering yourself up, becoming more powerful as the game goes on. So that's all you in, need in to um, skill trees as well, which is, which is really cool. Oh yeah, skill trees? Do you say skill trees? Yeah, skill trees. Yes, so that's within the classes. We have those skill trees, and we haven't shown any of them yet, but we are definitely yeah, planning to reveal a little bit more on those skill trees. So you'll get to, you know, practice with those, try out some skills, see what suits you best, and what kind of play style you prefer. 
Where were you going before I, I really interrupted? I do apologize. No, 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 all good. All good. I think I was saying, <laughs> yeah, it was kind of the RPG element of kind of like upgrading your character, getting more powerful. And yeah, I think that was, that was pretty much it. But oh, yes. And that was kind of a very long-winded way to say that's kind of how tribes came to be was this need to and want to create kind of a Viking experience, but also make it accessible and then blend together different genres to kind of create a super genre and or new genre of game i like that super genre is fun <laughs> i like that it sounds good <laughs> um any 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 game inspirations that kind of that you guys are pulling from i mean i know there's like um i, I think we spoke about um don't starve was was one bit yeah. any others that you guys have kind of pulled from as well i mean i know north mythology is it's a huge one as like the, the, the mythology itself but um games yeah. in general did it um specifically pull from anything else yeah, for sure. So as you mentioned, of course, Don't Starve and Don't Starve Together were two huge inspirations for the game in a lot of different ways. Um, of course, the resource collection, going out and exploring, collecting things, coming back. Um, so that's definitely one of the biggest inspirations. But another was Diablo, um, just because of kind of like the viewpoint, the isometric kind of feeling to it. Yep. And then, yeah, so those were two very very big ones there was a little bit of a sprinkle i would say of breath of the wild just in terms of art style because you yeah, kind of you get that super vibrant that. Yeah. yeah yeah i'm glad you see that yeah, yeah <laughs> cool it's, um, it's like the... <laughs> i only played um breath of the wild um and yeah gorgeous game absolutely gorgeous oh, yeah. um yeah I, I got i got lost quite a bit um mm -hmm. I, I thought it was cool um Mm -hmm. kind of came together visually um it's very nice and the, you can definitely see that kind of i mean you guys was kind of developing that before breath of the wild came out so there's obviously they've clearly clearly stolen it off you which um Please. have some some stern words with nintendo and say hey look we mm -hmm. want we want our we want our graphics back thank you very much <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah, no, definitely, definitely a big inspiration. I'm glad you can see that, like just the vibrancy, the the brightness and the saturation of the world. And then the game itself was also kind of inspired by comics because we kind of, as you've seen, we have that like hard uh, outline, the kind of black outlines around everything. It kind of looks, it's not cell shading, but it's kind of this comic-y pop to the game as well. So comics were inspired. Yeah, a bit more poppy yeah. and a bit more vibrant. Yeah, I think yeah. Yeah, the, the contrast between that and the colors, um, work yeah. work really well it's 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 very nice um mm -hmm. so so i mean you're going 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 through to a release what what's i mean you've got seasons coming out um what's what's the future looking like for Norseville and tribes of midgard and, and yourself of course as well yeah i hope it's only up from here that's the plan is to yeah pack, <laughs> pack, pack this uh these seasons to come with content of course we have yeah it's going to be launching with season one the wolf saga so there's going to be a lot to discover within that and then every two months we're going to have that mid-season update and then every four months it's going to be a new season so as you can see we also released a roadmap so you can see we're going to be going all the way to 2022 but it doesn't stop there we'll just keep going beyond for as long as we possibly can and our i think one of the things i'm really really looking forward to is going to be obviously on release it's going to be like the open beta times a million to see everybody playing the game again, which is obviously what I looked forward to all the time is just to see people hands-on, see streamers playing the game, see people playing together. I'm excited to see exactly how long people can survive in that survival mode. I am very excited to see what's, that. 
What's the record on that? Because I know you guys are running competitions through the beta. What's what's the longest yes. someone survived so far? Yes, that was 147 days, which is about, I believe, 20 to 22 hours of gameplay straight, which is pretty wild. <laughs> that's insane. Yes, like, that's, so I'm excited that's, that's to see. A, I don't know how they live. Did they? I mean, they, that, that was that was with a group of a group of ten, I think, wasn't it? I think it was a bigger group, yeah. And I believe yeah. they only stopped because the beta was ending. I think that was the reason. So they could have, they could have kept going <laughs> theoretically, but theoretically, the, yeah. Some some yes. say they're still going to this day. Uh, yes, yes, yeah. in their hearts, I think they are still going. But yeah, so I'm super excited to see if people make it to like the day 200 or day 300. We'll certainly keep an eye out for if people are posting about this to see. How long they survive that would be great um but yeah our, our goal is just to support the game for as long as possible obviously to ramp up our socials and our community um because that's something i have always loved to do is just be boots on the ground be hanging out with the community talking to people wherever i can um and pushing forth whatever we can that the community shares or posts and to continue to kind of show exciting highlights of what's going on in the game that's something i love as well is to create content for our socials things that players might like to see and have fun with it so yeah that's that's the goal is to just keep going up and up and would love to see streamers playing the game and yeah to, to continue to support the game awesome excellent excellent and, and what about what about you as community manager i mean i know you're you're, you're obviously happy where you are now but um do you have <laughs> any like lofty goals Mm -hmm. um what, what's what's on the horizon for you yeah i mean i'm i feel like the horizon in community management is you never really know what's going to be thrown at you next uh, you get opportunities um like for example the state of trade state of play trailer was really really cool to voice um i'd love to do more of that stuff but in general i would love to possibly i'm gonna say possibly here no commitments but it's to maybe do some developer streams i would love to make our Twitch more active because that isn't something we've been utilizing so far. It is something we've been looking at doing. I would love to do sit downs, kind of play the game with the community and talk a little bit more about it. I think that could be really, really fun, but no promises. It's just something that could possibly emerge in the future in terms of community. Oh, that would be cool. I think, I think given yeah. the vibe that you guys have, I mm. think that would be absolutely perfect for, for what you guys do, especially since, I mean, it's not, it's not a, a very chill game. Like there's a lot of things going on, but I mean, you've been obviously playing a lot. You're an old hand at it by now, but I think that um, and just hanging out with me, I think it would be that would be brilliant. Um, yeah, it's just uh, the goal is just to be involved as we can with the community, and would love to just keep that up um, as best we can. Just really, I think we're really going to see when the game releases how the community changes, and once we get all these newcomers, we're going to see we're going to have to adapt how we're talking to the community. Make sure we get. The biggest questions the community is answering up there, up front, to make sure we're very responsive on that front. And that's something that, yeah, I hope to continue to do. We might, we might run it there. Um, thank you. Thank you so much for, for coming on and, and chatting about you and, and tribes. I mean, are you you're very busy at the moment, especially with you um, kind of ramping up to, to finishing off? Um, but for, for those those who are who are who are keen to play the game and all want to follow you and find out more about tribes or yourself, um, where can we where can we find all the things? Give us give us the social the for social sure. plug. 
Mm -hmm, for sure. Yeah. So one of the best places to join us is on Discord. Um, you can just find us discord.gg slash tribes of Midgard. And then on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, just at tribes of Midgard. We're very active on those socials. We also have a subreddit, tribes of Midgard. And I believe those are the main ones you should definitely check out. We also have the website, which has lots more information on the game. There's a news section there where we're going to post more blog posts. And yep, we're on Steam. PS4, PS5 on July 27th. I'm super excited. And the only social media I really use right now is my Twitter. You can find me at SydneyXYZ. That's it. Excellent. Thank you very much. Yeah, I, I tried I tried doing some like informational stalking. I'm like, oh, there's Twitter. <laughs> I was like, yep, yep. Where did she exist before this? <laughs> mm -hmm. I, I, I had an Instagram for a long time. I still do, but I mainly post on Twitter nowadays. Ah, so, yeah, you can find me there. Yep. To find the podcast, ladies and gentlemen. Um, I mean, if you're listening, you, you've already been listening for a, for a hot minute, so you you know. But if there's anyone new out there, uh, you can find us on Twitter at left underscore pod. Uh, you can also find us on Instagram at two left thumbs podcast. The video version of this will be up on YouTube at the same time. You can find us there at two left thumbs dot online. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you so much for listening, um, Sydney. Thank you for joining me. Um, been great um i look forward to playing the game and and, and chatting with you more eventually uh, once the game's out hopefully we can hang out we'll have to hang out and play some games at some point i think that'd be cool yeah absolutely thank you for having me it's been great ladies and gentlemen thank you for listening. fantastic week i'll talk to you next time bye